Leah Gordon is the chair of the awards committee of the uh, Alcoon Society based in Vancouver, British Columbia. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Thank you. Perhaps you could tell us a bit about the Alcoon Society. What does it do? Why was it set up? Well, it was set up in 1965, thought up by somebody called Jeff Spencer, who is still living here. And there were several other notable people from Vancouver who got together and, and decided that it would be a good thing to kind of have a group that tried to encourage really attractive and high-quality publishing in Canada. And Jeff, who had come from England, felt that there there wasn't enough emphasis on the quality of the books, not, not the content, but the quality of the, the physical books in this country. And he came up with the idea of having the society, and then eventually of, of having a competition. The society was established in 1965. Correct. And the awards program was established in 1981. And in between those two dates, there was some effort on the part of the federal government to acknowledge design. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they had a competition through Design Canada and put out a, a few catalogs, and I'm afraid I don't have the exact years, but I have copies from 1975 and 1976. And I know the people on our, our board then who would have been Bill Duthie, who of Duthie's Books, uh, which was, you could call it the iconic, the bookstore in Vancouver for years, is unfortunately no longer around. Jeff Spencer, who was one of our founders, as was Bill, and the others thought, well, why have they stopped having this competition? It's very important. It, it acknowledges the good books that are produced here. It's, it's something that should happen. And so they decided that we would take it on. And so starting in 1981, we did for one year and didn't the second year and then started it again, which is why now in 2012, it's our 30th not okay. our 31st. Right. So, in addition to the, the actual awards, you mentioned that the society produced some books. Or oh, does, yes. does it continue to produce books? I'm not yes, but not often. We have a, a journal that we put out approximately three times a year, but we do do books also and chapbooks occasionally. Robert Reed, who is, I think, one of our, our great designers in the country, uh, who lives here, has designed uh, several things for us. More recently, has done two limited editions. One, which I'm holding in my hand, is called Duffy's Bookmarks. And what happened was that over the years, when you went into Duffy's bookstore, and as I said, Bill Duffy was one of the founders of this group, what they would do would be to hire itinerant local artists or, mm -hmm. and give them a way of earning a little bit of quick cash and they would design these lovely bookmarks, which were given out to, to people when you bought a book there. Takeo Tanabe, Jack Shadbolt, major people, Robert Reed himself, Peter Quatermain, Celia King, Barbara Hodgson. They did wonderful things. And what this book is, it's a collection of the bookmarks. Jan and Crispin Elstead from Barbarian Press, there's some of theirs. And, and they're, they're quite wonderful. Now, this was That's when it. was this produced, this book? 2007. Uh, Robert Reed is, is well into his 80s now, isn't he? Yes. Well, obviously, that's a book that, that uh, is highly collectible and desirable to own for anyone yes. that, that loves books, but anyone who may have been familiar with Duffy's customer or whatever. 
Any other books that the Outcome Society has commissioned that stick in your mind? There have been quite a few over the years, but this is the one that I, I personally love and had to own, which is why I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at it. There's one, it was a local bookbinder. She, she did beautiful things, and, and it was a, a book of her bindings, also designed by Robert Reed. It's very good also, but it doesn't have the resonance to me that this one yeah. does. And I think this one is one that's more universally popular. And I'm sorry I haven't that nobody has published it in a more mass market edition because I think it would, would have been very interesting, if not just locally, but to anybody that's interested in, in some of these artists. So it's say. something that could be done, I suppose. Yeah. It's never too late. Is there a, a list that one can get their hands on that yes. tells us the names of all these titles? That the Yalkin Society. There, def there definitely are a couple of bibliographies of, of our things. Um, okay. And some of this, I think, if not all of it, is online on our website, but um, it's certainly available if anybody were interested. Maybe we could return to the, uh, the awards themselves then. To give us a, a bit of an idea of the, uh, the structure and perhaps uh, some of, if not the winning titles, then maybe some of the designers that have that have done particularly well over the years? We have eight different categories now of books that we have in our competition. Uh, and that number has varied over the years, but it's been fairly stable at eight for probably 12, 14 years. And those would include things like poetry, nonfiction? Poetry, fiction, nonfiction, children's books, limited editions, reference books. Each of these things is quite different and is looked mm -hmm. at quite differently. Obviously different uses. Limited editions are, of course, some of the most beautiful. And if you're asking about particular people, I mean, Crispin and Jan Elstead from Barbarian Press stand out to me. They do absolutely stunning work. Unfortunately for everybody else who, who enters, when they enter, they tend to win. In more recent years, some of the younger designers, I think of Jason DeWinitz, who is also local and that is from British Columbia, is from Vernon, BC. He does smaller chapbooks. He had a, a press called Green Boathouse Books out of Victoria when he lived there. When Jim Rimmer died a couple of years ago, he wound up acquiring Jim's presses and he's now in Vernon, and he has them there, and it's now Green Boathouse Press, not Green Boathouse Books. And so now the things that he does are letterpress, and they really are quite remarkable, some of them. They're small and elegant, a lovely sense of, of style. In some of the other categories, Andrew Steves at Gasparo Press. <laughs> it's unfortunate for everybody else when he enters. Luckily for other people, we have a little rule that we put in, or that I put in a few years ago, which is that if you're a judge for a competition, <laughs> you can't enter books that year. Um, you can enter them the following year. So in other words, books that you might have entered that right. year, you, you can double up and enter the following year. But it made it a bit easier for everybody the year that Andrew didn't enter. He was a judge for us in... I think 2004 or 2005. His works are stunning. Scott Richardson at Random House is another one. Peter Cocking here in Vancouver at Douglas and McIntyre. They do more of the mass market books and you get to know their style. You can usually recognize a, a Peter Cocking book from a distance. 
although Jessica Sullivan, who also works at DNM, it's similar but not. It's a subtly different, and, and also she does beautiful, beautiful work. Children's books, there are many. We have a couple of, of interesting local people who publish privately, who do their own books. There's Robert Chaplin, as well as designing books, is also a sculptor. Very fine, very delicate works. One of the things he does are these tiny little sculptured broccolis okay. and Brussels sprouts. Little silver ones, little gold ones if you're really, or little brass ones if you're kind of a lower like I might be. He also designed the, the medal for the Robert R. Reed Award, which is the other award we give out. Now and that's only been in place for a few years, right? Yeah, we're about to give out our fifth this year. The first was Jim Rimmer. He was a famed type designer. He was a type designer, type designer and, and, a printer. And, and printer and typographer who was local here, who unfortunately passed away not, very, not that long ago. There's another one, uh, Frank Neufeld. Oh, yeah, Frank. But and um, the second one, ooh. Glenn Galuska. Oh, yeah, well, he just won it last year. And um, Stan Bevington is this Stan year. Stan Bevington is this year. Oh, Robert Reed was the first. Okay. Robert so, himself won the first one. Okay, so let's just re recap that, okay. shall we? First there was Bob Reed, then Jim Rimmer. Frank was two years ago, I think. La yeah, last year was, was Glenn. One stand, lifetime achievement in the book arts, and it's for what they've done. But also, if you look at who has won the awards, they've all been mentors. Everyone who's involved with fine press printing is really also very interested in perpetuating yes, the practice and exactly. and helping others to continue the tradition. Exactly. And Jim Rimmer in particular was noted for that. He, he was wonderful and apparently has been an extremely influential in, in a lot of young, younger typographers. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. That is one of the things that, that's been very important in, in the design community and the typography community. We've got Robert Reed, we've got Jim, Jim Rimmer, Rimmer, Frank Neufeld, Frank Glenn Galuska, and now Stan Bevington. And now they're all men. So far. <laughs> we have a list which I will not reveal to you. <laughs> it's not all men. <laughs> the reason that you're doing this in the first place is to acknowledge achievement, but it's also to educate, as you say. And part of that education, I would think, would involve promoting the idea of buying and collecting these books Absolutely. and possessing them. Yeah, but also one of the things that we do is the winners of the awards, the winning books, we tour them around a lot. When will the awards be uh, given out this year okay. or every well, year? Well, the actual judging takes place in Vancouver every year around the end of March, um, and then everybody's notified, but the awards themselves are given out in Vancouver in the fall and right around the same time at the Arts and Letters Club in Toronto. And we try to have some kind of a, an event around it as well. Mm -hmm. We're not sure yet what we'll do in Toronto. It's going to be quite exciting in Vancouver this year. We hold that at Emily Carr College of Art and Design on Granville Island. For anybody who knows Granville Island, it's a lovely place. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing Chip Kidd here, so he'll be giving a talk. Toronto, I'm not sure yet, but we'll do something, I hope, equally interesting as we have in the past. Where can the Canadians and, and anyone who's interested in, in good book design, where can they get information on winners? 
Well, they can find that on our website, and that is www.alcuinsociety.com, and look up awards. And all of the different awards, quite a few years back, the year will be there, and you can click on it and get a listing of all the awards from that year. But as far as seeing the books, right now we're touring them, well, not just in Montreal and Toronto, but in every province except Prince Edward Island. Unfortunately, we haven't a venue there yet, but we haven't given up on them. Also, at the Frankfurt and Leipzig book fairs, the, the books that win the awards here participate in the international competition at Leipzig. Our books have been shortlisted quite often. Since we've been involved in this, only one winner. What's that one? A very fine Quebec design group called FEED. How do you spell that? F-E-E-D. And it's Raphael Dodelin and Anouk Pennell. And they won for a book called... Maparai, A-P-P-A-R-E-I-L, and forgive my accent. One of the things that I found interesting about it was looking at what our judges thought about it mm-hmm. and what the European judges thought about it. I remember looking at it and thinking, this is absolutely stunning, which it is. And it's a sort of a cookbook. That's the primary thing that it is, and it has recipes in it. It's beautifully set up, but it has more than that. It has little essays, it has cartoons. It's, it's, it's got a lot of stuff in there, and it's got a very subtle color. If I remember correctly, it was something like gray on beige. It's, it's very soft and very lovely. The European judges, it won an honorable mention f- from us. And as I said, since I've been doing it, it's been the only book that's won an actual award. There have been quite a few who have been shortlisted. It won a bronze. At, at Leipzig. At Leipzig, specifically for the design and for the look of it. What our judges do here is they look at not just the design, but the design as it relates to the use of the book. Which is exactly what a lot of private press printers have told me. Usefulness is, mm-hmm. is central. Yeah. The reason it didn't win a first with us, as, as beautiful as it was, was because of the color of the print. If you were using that as a cookbook, it would be really hard to read it. And they said, well, it's lovely, but it's almost more of a coffee table book, although it isn't. So they said it's, they had to give it an, an honorable mention because of its beauty, but that was what marked it down. And the, the judges in Europe only looked at design. Other books that I've seen done by, by this group, by Feed, Dodelin, and Panel, they do beautiful work. That gives us some names to chase down and some titles. Anything else that you'd like to say about book design in Canada or precisely what it is that you'd like to educate Canadians about? I've learned so much, I mean, coming at this from such a different angle. I worked in the library, and and it was a matter of organizing books. It was a a very different thing. Content, primarily, right? And, I mean, I'm a reader, as I think Mm -hmm. all of us in society are. But that's not primarily what this is about the quality of the paper, the feel of it, the feel of the book, the look of it. I'd never, before I got involved with this, known how much went into it. But having said that, I've seen it. You're drawn to the books that have enough light space. You see it with new eyes, I guess, because of what you've learned. Where the type doesn't flow into the gutter so that you have to break the the poor little spine in order to read it. The, The typeface is appropriate to what you're looking at. I felt it, but I didn't 
think about it. It just I just read the books, but but the more I've seen of this, the more I've come to appreciate what I what I look at, and I think that's that's sort of I think a lot of what we're about, and what a lot of the Turing the books is about, so that people can see what there is, and that that I think is especially important now at this what I consider a very pivotal time, because that to me is what's going to keep books physical books continue to be keeping them published and to encourage the publishers to not just do editions that they don't think about too much but to really really put some thought into it and and that's what that's what's going to keep people like me anyway buying the books one one other small comment I should make though about the touring it's not just at Frankfurt and Leipzig the other interesting place is in Tokyo where we exhibit them and it's usually in July, just before the Tokyo Book Fair, which is also an international book fair. They're exhibited there at the Canadian Embassy, and they have a library, the Norman Library, which, and I hadn't known this before, apparently has the largest collection of Canadian books in the world outside of Canada. So we contribute the books to them, as we do to the um, Deutsche Bibliothek in, in Leipzig when that exhibit is over. And in both cases, the books are, are used by design students in those countries as examples of what's done in other countries. I mean, it's not just a little a little competition. These, yeah. It's gone, gone worldwide. Yeah, yeah, it really has. Well, the other thing that's terrific is that most of these books are quite affordable. Yeah. So people can go out and buy them without breaking the bank. And, That's absolutely right. And, uh, and, and love and possess and appreciate them. Thanks so much for telling us about your society and the, and the awards program. Oh, you're welcome. It's, a, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's something that I kind of fell into and I've fallen in love with, and here I am still doing it. Thank you very much, Michael. I've been speaking with Leah Gordon, who is the chair of the awards committee of the Alcoon Society based in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Thanks again. Thank you.